First up, let's kick it off with James Cummings. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Well, what a wonderful week it was for James Cummings and the Blue Army last Saturday, and they are looking to continue their march throughout the Festival of Racing and the Autumn Carnival in Sydney on Saturday. Just the one runner at headquarters, another smart two-year-old, but we get to see the return once again of Aft Cabin in the Hobartville Stakes, and I believe the maestro is enjoying a beautiful balmy morning out at Flemington this morning. How are you, James? I'm very well, Michael. How are you? Very well indeed. Uh, good to hear you're in Melbourne. What's your weekly schedule? How many times do you pop down to the Flemington Stables? I try to come down as, uh, as much as I can, normally every couple of weeks, but now when we're getting closer to some of these, uh, these, uh, these big race days, I'll probably come down a bit more often. Uh, but, uh, yeah, even for the next couple of days with Verge and Sean, uh, keep, keep, just keep an eye on our, our Blue Diamond horses are coming through and couple of other up-and-comers. It's uh, going to be a couple of hot days in Melbourne. Now. I think it'll be 35 today and maybe even a touch hotter tomorrow. Do you do much amongst the stables when you've got really hot days like that? Yeah, I muck out as many boxes as I can, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to keep that figure intact, don't you? So, um, good for, good for the golf swing, the broom. The, the broom's good for the golf swing, you know. It's a good temper. <laughs> I can, you're a broomstick putter man. I never would have pictured that. <laughs> uh, speaking of Blue Diamond, uh, gee, the bases are loaded. Uh, how did uh, the two-year-olds, uh, Barbara and Exploring, come through last week? They came through really well. Uh, they, you know, they pulled up just as well as uh, Zulfikar did the week before. And, yeah. And, and, and they, look, they're, they're strong. They're strong, tough, ready-made two-year-olds. They're, they're, uh, they're, they've got the right physique and the right temperament for it. And, uh, we're very, you know, we're very pleased with all three of them, um, and 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 the the two winners from the weekend were were, were really good. They, I, I thought uh, the filly ran a half second, nearly half second faster time, uh, rated really well. With with, gosh, we had we had the feeling she was severely underestimated, given the run of the the run in the race she had uh, in the preview, and uh, and was still game to only be beaten a touch over a length, and she proved that to be true by winning the prelude. And, and now goes into the Blue Diamond with experience at the track uh, as a last start winner, three runs under her belt. This is campaign already, and uh, and we don't need to do too much with an hour. And the Colts are just uh, the Colts look both look pretty bumpers, don't they? I was going to mention that because I saw Daniel O'Sullivan's ratings had exploring rating better than Barber on last weekend. Barber's five dollars in the Diamond Exploring's. Eighteen dollars, all for cars. Fifteen dollars. Has the market got it right? Is is Barber clearly your top seed in your mind? Well, uh, what's interesting about the ratings is that Barber, you know, like not many people have had Barber in the ratings at all, any, any at any stage, all the way through. But uh, but Barber might be one of those horses that ultimately proves better than the ratings keep forecasting. In other words, like he's sort of he's sort of a bit of ahead of the curve for them. I like I like Barber as a two-year-old. He, he's a, he was a, he's a gun yielding that's always progressed and improved and coped. Um, um, you know, at every stage, he's, at every stage, he's, uh, he's, he's just gotten better and better. Uh, he's undefeated. Uh, lot to like about the fact that he's had two runs before Christmas. Uh, you know, he'd already won that the Golden Gift, which was a high pressure race, and uh, something to be said for a two-year-old who's already been through the, um, the high, you know, 
the pressure of a million dollar event. <clears throat> and uh, look, his first his first run Melbourne Way at that tricky eleven hundred meter sand down course uh, on the hillside. He he, uh, he handled a three wide run. Was there to be beaten. He was a little soft, a little big first up, and yet he was still able to hold them off. Jamie Carr said an interesting thing. Whilst he might not have won by a long way, he, 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 he was the ride in the race that gave her the feel she was never going to lose it. And uh, and they're all pretty you know, they're all pretty confident assessments of a two year old that is going towards the premier Victorian two year old Group One. And and uh, and so you know that, that that from my perspective would. Make him the obvious, the obvious choice, but that's in no way to uh, indicate we would at all be surprised by seeing uh, Zulfaka advance significantly in second up in his second preparation. He was strong, uh, strong in the, uh, the chairman's stakes. Um, it's, the, it's the extreme choice uh, um, path, second up from the from the chairman's, and uh, oh, well, we're using the chairman's as a lead up. And, uh, and he's enjoyed it. He's got, you know, he's enjoyed the, uh, the, the the week and a half he's had so far. He's got another ten days into the Group One, and, uh, and and he's just going to build on that first up run. I think to be a, to be a, a really live chance. The type of colt who's got the right temperament, he's got the blinkers on, he's professional. He's you know, going to put himself into the race, and uh, he's going to take some. You know, he's going to take some getting past from 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 the, the, the good closes, um, and the filly. Well. Exploring, you know, it was interesting. Like the, the market. You, sometimes you've got to wonder how much work goes into the market you're looking at as well, Michael. Because you know, we're regularly seeing two-year-olds that might be fifteen-dollar chances in the Blue Diamond. They get to a Prelude and they're like thirty-three to one. You know, it doesn't make sense. So I don't know how much I look into the pre-post-future market with, with with too much reliance. But what I would say is, uh, you can only beat the horses that are around you. And exploring did that running good time from the lead at Sandown. Admittedly, we changed to the lakeside next Saturday, but she did it from the lead, um, was too strong for them, and how do you fault the, how do you fault really the record she's got so far? So, you know, it's, um, it, it'd be no surprise in either one of the three horses we've discussed being, uh, being capable of fighting out the finish of the Blue Diamond next week. You add another one. If Amur was impressive in the Talindert, would you contemplate backing him up? I would. I was. I was. You know. I, I look back and think that uh, microphone would have easily won the Blue Diamond if we backed him up uh, after winning the Talinder. Uh, we we uh, we backed up uh, Ingratiating, who who all but won the Blue Diamond had he not bumped into Artorias, who flew late and was uh, was was impressive defeating him in the in the Blue Diamond in his year. And uh, it, it wasn't the it wasn't the Talinder uh, that reduced choice. One, but he did win an 1,100-meter two-year-old race the week before the Blue Diamond, Blue Diamond himself, to back up and win it. So uh, you know, it's cold no fear for me doing that with uh, Amua. He's a tough colt. Uh, he's got some. He's got. He's got more brilliance about him, we think, than he's shown so far, which could be the sign that uh, he's ready to. You know, he's, re- he's ready to reveal that soon. We gave him a little. We gave him a week down by the Billabong there at Northwood Park after he won his second. Um, two-year-old handicap at Mooney Valley there, but he's had, like, you know, two runs at a track that's probably not, not quite his track. Um, he's been able to win them both, and, and a good gap between both of those and a good gap going into this Talindo tomorrow if he is able to step again... Uh, I beg your pardon, on Saturday. If he's able to step again on Saturday in the Talindo and win that, 
it's not impossible that he would uh, that he would improve again off that performance and, and be in the mix. It's not like it's not like there's a it's not like there's a, um, there's a there's an unbeatable prospect in the race at the moment that's been revealed in the form. I mean, Barber won narrowly. He's undefeated. Um, exploring exploring was defeated with you know when when she was wide without cover and having to work a bit in the previews, so you know, that, that, that he'd, he'd be an interesting inclusion, but I haven't booked a rider for the Diamond for that horse yet, and, uh, and, and it would it would, uh, it would need to be a really solid performance on the weekend to, to convince us we go that way. Alternatively, you know, and quite attractively, we could just take him straight to the VIC side. How good's after Cabin G? <clears throat> I was excited by his return. He's He's a, look, he's a beautiful colt. He's really, really impressive and uh, and, and uh, he's demonstrating lots of promise so far. Um, he's, he's so lightly raced that you can't help but think we haven't quite yet lifted the lid on that horse. But uh, but he's going to find he's going to find his way into a um, he's going to find his way into the guineas once he gets through this Hobart Hill. Uh, this is a solid race. It's, it's at weights and, a, and for a good purse. So there's going to be no giving it away from his, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, tackling his opposition here. But uh, but I can see him being prominent in the run. I can see him coping with a step up to seven furlongs uh, with with, um, with with some ease. Um, and he's just going to have to knuckle down and keep playing better every time he turns up against these uh, these these, uh, these out these other outstanding three-year-olds um, as he as he sort of heads towards attempting to claim a. Um, Attempting to claim a, a, a stake in a, in a Group One contest, so it's an exciting step forward for us, uh, for our team. Um, we've we've uh, we've been really delighted with the progress of the horse since the Eskimo Prince. He couldn't have started his campaign any better than he has, and uh, and and so far things have been so straightforward that uh, that um, you know we we we, um, we we just can't can't help but can't help but be confident. So you press forward from gate 11. Um, if you get stuck three wide with cover, he should still be too good. Is that the thought process? Uh, no, I don't think we'll be three wide with cover. I think we'll be up there. And, uh, and, 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 and when Tim Clark doesn't need to worry about that, uh, if, he's, um, you know, if, he, if, he, if, he, if he sort of asserts himself on the race. But, uh, but he had run of the race stuff first up. He, uh, and he, and he, enjoyed, he enjoyed that. He was able to be forward in a seven-furlong race uh, in the Caulfield Guineas Prelude. Uh, so, you know, that, that'll be no surprise to see him up in that position. And, uh, and look, I think there are some, you know, there's some interesting horses here that he's coming up against, the horses that will enjoy stepping up to 1,400 themselves. You look at Zoo Tiger, not beaten far in a Golden Rose, and that's a pretty special form. Um, Jack and O relegated into first position in the CFR and in secret who won a Coolmore and now won a Light Fingers and even Golden even Golden Mile who finished behind that Austin got up to win a, his, next, his, his next two you know, $2 million race and a $1 million race his next two starts so you know the form's outstanding for that Austin getting to 1400 particularly at Rose Hill and, uh, and, and that's without mentioning others like um, the horse that Golden Mile bumped into a communist, you know, like the communist, you know. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a really, it'll be a really interesting race and uh, a good, a good test for our horse. And we would certainly not think he's just going to be guaranteed to be too good for them. Speaking of Golden Mile, you've decided to keep him to the shorter trips and not bring him to Melbourne for an Australian Guineas, which I think originally was the thought. 
Well, I haven't looked. I tell you what, I, I tell you what, I'm thinking with that horse. He's, he, he, he just, I just wasn't, I wasn't wrapped with the horse last week to be to be uh, really getting stuck into him to be ready for the Hobart Bill or or the CSAs. Um, I, I I just decided by mon- by by Monday this week that it was going to come a little too quick, uh, even though he'd had the run under his belt. You know, sometimes you don't need to do too much with these horses, and by this week they will have been all right. Consequently. Um, it's unlikely that he'd run in either guineas. It's not impossible, but uh, but I haven't booked a rider, and um, I'd be leaning a, I'd be leaning a lot more at this stage to to to, uh, to running in a, a race like the Canterbury Stakes on the fourth of March. Um, but we'll get through next week before uh, before that becomes even more clear. Uh, he's uh, he's he's pretty versatile, but that run over six furlongs first up was was good. He's, got, he's open to a lot of improvement. It's not ideal, you know. It's, it's not ideal that it's been a, a progression that's that it's now hit a, a, a little bit of a, a, a diverted path. But it could work out, you know. It could it could work out very well for the horse, and uh, you know, might not look entirely different to the sort of progression that Brutal had on his way through to winning a Doncaster as a three-year-old. And just quickly, in secret, still uh, going brilliantly after that first up win. Surround Newmarket, the plan? Well, we haven't been letting we haven't let her go too brilliantly since then. She's just been burning along quietly. But it was an excellent return, a perfect start as far as uh, as, as far as winning goes. Uh, it was imperfect the way she did it. Uh, she she wants to um, she wants to begin on a little cleaner once she gets to uh, these group ones that uh, she's not going to be able to make too many mistakes in. Uh, and uh, and that, that's, a, that's, that's potentially a good opportunity for that to happen in the surround next Saturday. We um, we love to see her in that race, and, uh, and, that, and that would that would that would you know have a ready to go third up in a new market. Uh, and I think she I, I can see her running a really good race there. But gee, that's going to be that, that is going to be a really good race. Yeah, um, a really good race uh, that new market. Is. In the meantime, hey, James. focus on the surround states, and I think she, and I think she's going to be ready to run a strong 1400. Hey, mate, I appreciate your time as always. I'm not going to go through all your Sydney runners. You've got a heap of them. Just give me one other name outside of Aft Cabin. Another name. Uh, keep an eye on the two-year-old there, Cylinder. You saw him. Uh, you saw him run against Little Bros. He's a horse that got a lot of time for. He's been ranged up. Little Bro. He ranged up against Barber on the weekend in the Preludes. So Cylinder was defeated by Little Bros there. Caulfield and, and you see him fresh up this year in the Silver Slipper. See where he fits in the mix. Good on you, James. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you.